back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. And today we're talking about a phrase that I heard online that I really enjoyed. And it was, thinking is hard, therefore people judge. I forgot the source. I'm horrible at sourcing sometimes. But I'm more so here to talk about the spirit what's behind those, those sentiments. Um, to take time out to ponder and to think about a subject that pricks your heart is really, really tough and difficult. But also having a thought that pricks your heart other thoughts that don't prick your heart. They just fly through. And having time to think through not only the ones that really resonate, but also having the ones that really resonate with others. More importantly, others that are close to you. Like, how do you thinking is actually hard. And that's why most people judge. You judge the blessing that came to your life. I know I have. Something came in and I thought, hi, crazy situation is going to destroy my life. said crazy situation turns into the best opportunity that led to some of the best things in life. But they were posed as a challenge. They were posed as a difficult time. They were posed as patience. They were posed as so many of the thoughts that you pray come true. But because we haven't, and myself included, given ourselves the time to fully think about a thing, it consumes our minds in ways that if we would have done the work, the issue could have been settled and we can put the trauma down and move the trauma down and move. Put the trauma down and move. Emotional trauma has to be dropped off little by little. And when you drop off that emotional trauma, pray to the Father, Yah, that you are free from the bondage and you never pick it up again. Even in that, you'll realize there's a lifetime of emotional damage that you've suffered already. Some people know that. Other people need to be reminded that everybody deals with something that has happened to them. 
that should have destroyed and taken them out the game. Why? Because life is just that crazy. Everybody could have a Netflix story based on their life. Some part or portion of their life. High school, uh, maybe even elementary school for some people. Um, birth stories. So many beautiful things happen in people's lives that could be documented and told in such a beautiful way. But we don't ever take the time to really think about our lives as a beautifully unfolded movie that we are we have the pleasure of being inside of. Because everything isn't always bad in this movie. Everything isn't always good. Everything is always changing because that's life. But who we are is what's floating through this time and space. And who we are really means something to the energy around us. And who we are could be protecting other people around us. And who we are could be putting other people in danger that is around us. And people could be losing lives because people don't know who they are. They don't know that they're fearfully and wonderfully made and anything they put their minds to, they can achieve even in the worst of situations. The Bible, the Apocrypha, Enoch, all of these books have a story of triumph, of insurmountable odds, odds that we couldn't even compare with in those times, and I know a lot of people are like, Enoch, Enoch, even Christ, Yeshua, talked about Enoch, and I think there were a bunch of plots to get us from looking at the condition of our people through literature that depicts how we are as a people. And I believe that the Bible is written about us. I believe the Apocrypha, I believe Enoch was an ancient relative of this bloodline. And I believe that the Father is orchestrating all things to work in our favor for our actual good to not have other people go down in flames, to move faster in worse situations to come out of demonic strongholds and portals that we've walked through, and now our imagination is perverted, so we can't see how beautiful life is in front of us, because all we can think about whatever sin has placed in front of our eyes. And me, I, I, I struggle with material. I see material things, I want them, they're nice, they're beautiful, they're right in front of your eyes. You see them on your phone, you see them on the TV, you see them everywhere. But Yahweh always opens my mind to understand that it's all just really an illusion. Is it an illusion even worth chasing? Knowing who we are in Him, everything will be 
given to us that we want because we'll be in accordance and aligned with a being that created us he knows what we want more than we do but instead of going to Yah in heaven we'd rather go to someone here on earth to tell us what to do with our lives when they don't even know what to do with their lives. A lot of people I've been seeing online have been following people who are suicidal and they didn't even know it. And then after they die, they post things like, oh, well, we had no idea such and such was struggling, but now that I look at some of these memes and some of these posts on their social media, I, I guess they were kind of telling us they were depressed the whole time. But the emotional response to somebody you love and look up to and worship and idolize tends to allow you to forget a lot of the dirt that they've done because the idolization is a spirit that is adultery unto the unto Yah. We we can't put no man before Yah. Like as much as we love uh, to see man successful and do well, we have to know that nothing is above Yah. Like nothing. So if a man exalts these things, money and fame and all of this other things above his calling to the Father, you should watch that man. Because that man is, is willing to sell you out for this thing called money. And money rules this evil world because it's part of the system that Satan set up for our demise. And some people worship this thing that has been created and don't even understand that there's a creator. You worship the created. That was one of the main things in idolatry that God said don't do. Don't, don't worship anything that's created. Money is dang near spiritual. It's 100% spiritual. Because even the thought of it incites an emotion in you. And some people are dark. They're willing to do anything for that feeling of how it's going to feel to have that whatever number on there. Like, let's just say 100K. You write them a check for 100K, 200K, 300K, a million, whatever it takes and there are people out here that will off people off this planet just to live nice for a season not knowing the father in heaven y'all said that the seasons are his the earth is his he only letting Satan have dominion for a little while if he gonna put him in jail soon then he gonna let him out after a thousand and then he's going to give them a final judgment. We don't want to be a part of that judgment. So we follow the laws, the statutes, and, and the heart of the Father. And we keep it at that. We're not looking for anything else from life other than to please the Father, to give him what he wants, to make sure that Yahweh is exalted in this lifetime and your life and how you live and that's all you can ask 
what else can you do? What else can you really give to the world? Um, it's how my heart gives it up. Like, this is all I can do. Warn people that there is a adversary called Satan. He seeks to destroy you, but Yeshua, Yahweh, uh, and a lot of people get thrown off by that, but it's just Christ in Hebrew. Um, and the Father Yahweh. And what's so strange is that we act as if life has changed so drastically on us that we can't see the enemy right in front of us. But the enemy has been there the whole time. Because we play on this earth with Satan every single day. We live here. He lives here. His minions are here. Everybody is at war. Some people are monitoring spirits to be around you to uh, send reports back to Satan. But some of us are bold enough to walk in who we are every day because we are the, of the tribe of Judah, lions. We're not out here trying to get scared. We're not out here looking for trouble, but we're going to defend ours. Leave the pride alone. And um, thank you so much for all of uh, Judah, all of Israel, all of the Gentile nations, all of the different tribes. We thank, I thank you guys for being alive in these last and evil days. I thank you for understanding that this is the tribulation times. And at the end times, we're walking in them daily. But we so desensitized that it's almost like the Bible said it would happen. And they primed us and got us ready for what would be happening. Like, all right, don't trip too hard because we kind of forewarned you. But the thing is, God forewarned us for a reason. He forewarned us that no tricks by the enemy could fool us. Christ said that the very elect would be fooled if he didn't shorten the days. Now, I don't know about you, but a day definitely feels shorter than it used to. Definitely feels shorter. The older you get, the shorter the day gets. It'd be 9, 10 by... <laughs> to like 1, 2 p.m. It's already 9 p.m. But, um, it's okay. The Chosen move in a, in a realm that is so protected and, like, when, when God chooses you to be a part of his family, he plucks you. And the weeds are being separated from the tears and you can be able to look at your life and really ask, do you love Yah? Are you working for him? Are you putting anything into who he is? Or are you self-absorbed? Are you intolerant of direction? Do you not want to hear 
anything to change? Do you feel like you have no flaws? Do you feel um, entitlement to everything because of your life was so bad and so this and so that? But the truth of the matter is, you still alive. You can make a change. You can follow y'all. He can clean you up. He can turn your life around. Time is not the same in y'all's realm as it is in Satan's. Satan got y'all running 200 miles per hour, live fast, die young, bad girls, do it well, all that. But at the end of the day, Yahweh said the latter would be greater. That means we ain't trying to live fast and die young. How we going to get to the latter? How we going to get to the greater? Even in the tribulation time, God's promises still hold true. He already forewarned us that the times would get crazy. He already forewarned us that there would be wars and rumors of wars. Russia, China, uh, they mad at Taiwan. Uh, Russia mad at Ukraine. Uh, America still got their hand in every nation. Bioweapon chemical labs all over the world. P plagues and pestilence. Uh, would be all around us through diseases and um, it also talks about pharmacia literal magic in the in the Bible witchcraft is shown to us as pharmacia potions and mixtures and all of these certain things like not everything somebody is putting in your arm is pharmaceutical medical some some people putting potions in themselves and i think we feel like potions don't exist witchcraft don't exist and that people aren't operating from insane levels um in this in this flesh realm that satan has created that allows a person to be able to harvest um dna and then use it for God knows what. Ancestry.com, I'm looking at you. Um, and it's just like one of those things where you realize that America is corporations. Corporations run the lobbies. The lobbies run politics. Politics runs the business. Business cashes out to influence politics. And it just goes round and round and round and round and round. And that's an economy. That's an economy. A democratic economy. And part of me thinks it's foolish. Part of me thinks it's the only way that it could work here on this corrupted world. And part of me has seen the greatest nation on earth fall hard into Satanism but the truth is it was always founded on Satanism it just what's done in the dark will come to the light and the tribulation time is the light we seeing devil worshiping writing on everything um Lil Uzi what no yeah him too Lil Uzi all of, all of the rap just seem like that's lost, bro. That rap lost. And, um, 
even some of that gospel rap is lost. But stay close to the Father. Until next time, peace.